just because you were brought up in a certain environment, you guys, you don't understand. Like, I lived in a refugee camp. You know what that taught me? It taught me that there's nothing my mind could not achieve. If I am so mentally strong to carry my parents physically to another country, walking through mud, through water, through rivers and mountains, and almost dying multiple times and surviving as a 15, 14, 15 year old, nothing will stop me. That's all in your mind. It's about the mindset. If I knew I could go through that, I can go through anything. So do you ever envy those so-called hashtag couples goals? Well, you know, when you first fall in love with someone, you get butterflies every time you see them. You lust them. You're infatuated with them. You want to be with them all the time, like best friends. Do you want that to last forever? Together, let's discover what it takes to say a massive yes to all the above. Through our topical discussions, our world-renowned guests that will help guide the way to a happier, sexier, and fun-loving relationship. We're not doctors or therapists. We are just two normal individuals who have had many ups and downs in our 23-year relationship. And counting. We've amassed our own wisdom over the years, but we're still learning, just like you. Nina and I believe you can have it all and still live your best lives, as long as you're willingly and consistently discover each other in new ways. And that right there is what the show is all about. We're Nina. And Roger. And this, this is The, the Real show. show. Yeah, baby. My name is Roger. And I'm here with my beautiful wife, Nina. And we are the Head Over Heels Show. Yeah, baby. Trying new things with YouTube. <laughs> All right. So what are you talking about today? So far, we're really, really, really good at it. Right, guys? Seriously, right? Yeah. Hit like, share, all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Today's topic is you are not your upbringing. Meaning, don't hold on to your childhood traumas and bring them into your future life. Ooh, that sounds deep. Right, 100%. Mm -hmm. But before we get into that, we had a great week. Just chilling. We didn't go out that much. We went out one night to celebrate a friend's birthday and it was just like a, a condo party. So there was no going out out. We got home pretty early. We're growing up, you guys. Yeah. We're learning. Getting old. And in. I learned that we're getting old specifically at this party because the person we were going to the birthday for was about 28. Yep. And 28. most of the crowd was around that age. There was a few people around our age, friends of ours that we knew, mutual friends of hers. Yeah, it did make me feel a little bit uh, old. Really? Yeah. Was it the fact that you got a broken foot? Mm -hmm. um, you were like legit, like should have been on crutches. Or was it the fact that you told yourself you're old. I don't know. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what it was? You know what, what, the, what the little key thing was when I was at that party and it made me feel a little bit old? Um, there was a girl there. and There was a few girls there, but there was this one particular- girls. Yeah. Lots of girls. So anyways, <laughs> to paint a picture, I walked up to a friend of mine who was talking to these two girls. These two girls were like asking questions about, oh, do, do we look like twins or whatever? And they wanted me to guess where they were from. And, and I knew that they didn't look like twins. One was Eastern European. The other one was a darker olive skin kind of thing. And I just happened to blurt out what they were by fluke. So I, I said, you know, you look 
Russian or something, and you look maybe Persian or Iraqi. They both freaked out because I got them right. She was an Iraqi Persian and the other one was Polish. So she's like, how did you know that? Blah, blah, blah. And I said a little joke. I said, well, you know, you, you got light skin and, you know, you, you're darker skin. And I said, and you got the same tan lines as my wife because she was wearing a dress and she had like bikini tan lines here. Where he's looking. Can you guess where he's looking? It's it's flashing right there in front of you. How can you not look? So <laughs> What was flashing? The neon white? Yeah, there's the, the tan, tan lines and, you know, everything. Anyways. I said that to her, but I felt like a creepy old guy after I said it because she wasn't our age. If she was our age, I would be like saying that and I would laugh and they would laugh and blah, blah, blah. And it would be a funny thing. But I just felt like a creepy old guy when I said that it. That made you feel old. A little bit. Just like, uh, you know, I'm not she, she was guy. too young. She was too young for me to say that to. You know what I mean? Like she was maybe, I think she was even younger than the girl's birthday. I think she was like 22. And I was just like, eh, probably shouldn't have said that, but whatever. It was just, it, sometimes shit comes out of my mouth and I, I realize after I say it that I said it. I don't think you, you harmed anything. Or no, anyone, I don't. Right? So you're fine. I know. First of all, you're good. Didn't come back and haunt me at all. And secondly, you got to stop thinking you're old because I swear, if we keep saying you're old, I am going to have no I don't choice. think I old. But to... Trade me in, blah, 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 blah. Trade you... <laughs> Or two twenty-five year olds. There you go. So I didn't. I don't feel I'm old. It's just certain situations make me think, oh, I'm too old for that. Like I'm not going to jump on a skateboard and start. A lot of people. A lot of those people were coming up to you and talking to you. Yeah. Not because you had a uh, in a boot on for broken foot, but because you're funny and you're you're hot and you know. So you gotta stop telling yourself that you're old. I'm not telling myself you're old. You asked me a question, I answered. Okay, good. (laughs) <laughs> Jeez. I don't know. I feel, right. like, I feel like you're pretty, you're thinking you're old. Maybe I want you to think you're old so I can get the other So anyways, that was it for that. I mean, there are certain situations that make you feel that way, but I, it's not that I felt it for a long time. I just, after I said it, I'm like, meh. Not the, not the age group I should have said it to. That was it. But that was it. That was the, the, our whole kind of, uh, you know, weekend in, in a nutshell because we just Netflix and chilled the rest of the weekend. Yeah, we, we, we did a lot of work. We, we did a lot of work. I hung out with the kids a lot, which was really, really, really good. Yeah. I'm very proud of that. But now let's get back to why we're here today. Why are we here today? Because we get a lot of a lot questions. Of things a lot to go of, through. Of our friends on socials asking us, how does this all work? How can you make a life for yourself in the future when you have such a horrendous or such a difficult upbringing? Yeah. Well, we well people talk about today. people talk about that like they're saying, you know, there's so much baggage. Oh, how I got so much baggage, or they have so much baggage, and this is what you're saying. We're here to talk about today. What? Go ahead. The fact that you shouldn't have to bring in your past into your future self, like yeah. we all have had. Difficulties growing up, mm-hmm. one way or another. You know, Raj and I have two different difficulties in our our, our upbringing. Completely different upbringing. Totally different. But somehow, we got together and we made it work for us. We that's because we didn't want the past to interfere with the, where our future was going. We just made that shit work because you know, like when you look at your upbringing and my upbringing, I never thought I was going to get married. Never, ever thought I was going to get married. I thought, you know, I'm going to have, you know, like not an illegitimate kid because I would have been in their lives regardless, but I thought I would have just accidentally got somebody pregnant, had a kid with them, moved on with my life, done done everything I I was going to do. And even my mom was like, and my sister were like, oh, wow, I can't believe that 
you got married before anybody else kind of thing in our family. So, you know, me, marriage wasn't a big thing. My parents got married on their 25th anniversary. I was legal to drink at their wedding. Your parents well, let me talk about pretty that. much met and got married and that kind of stuff, right? So it's totally, totally different looks at marriage in essence. Right. So for those of you that don't know us or that are just starting to listen to us now, Roger is born and raised in Canada. I was born and raised in Baghdad, Iraq. Um, until I was 14, and then I had to go... The to, wacky Iraqi. Right. So I was... So. I was. Uh, that's what he calls me, dude. A wacky Iraqi. Guess what? This wacky Iraqi gave you life, here gave come, you future, gave you wacky children, yeah. gave you everything you've ever, never expected. I think I gave you children. You just held them for a little while. <laughs> I gave you everything that's good in your life. The, the fact of the matter is, we're totally different people. We grew up differently. I grew up in Baghdad, Iraq, where it's a war-torn country. We, I legit had to dodge the bullet my entire 14 years. Just out of going into high school, had to escape my country, walk to another country, live in a refugee camp for three years, come to freedom in Canada, start everything with at 17 years old. I mean... Wah, wah, wah. Talk about great <laughs> upbringing, right? We both came out from a different perspective, but somehow we decided that wasn't going to dictate how we live our life and our future. Mm-hmm. We decided that wasn't us. What brought us up as children is not going to dictate who we are as adults. Yeah. And I want to say that to you, if you're listening to this, you're childhood, your past should not dictate who you are today and your future. Unfortunately, a lot of you guys have that in you and you use that as your excuse. Oh, but I came, this I, This is what I went through. My my family were like this. My, pa, my father hit me. My mother, it's all in the past that you have to come to terms with and say, this does not serve me anymore. This is not who I am. I was Unfortunately, born to that, but that does mean I have to live through it. You have a choice. Yeah, no, I understand, and 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 it's the same thing. Like I like I said, marriage wasn't something I was looking to get to. Even long term relationships, I found. Well, why was that for you? Can you just elaborate on that a little bit for our listeners and our audience? Because you keep saying marriage was not something I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Why was that? How did you grow up? I was getting to that. <laughs> <laughs> I found that. I didn't purposely have long-term relationships. It just kind of happened. You know what I mean? I wasn't planning on having, like even with you, I wasn't planning on having a long-term relationship with you. It was just, I thought, this is a step. I'm going, she's she's one now and there'll be somebody later on. But things never got to a point where I thought, okay, I'm done with this when we were together. So I don't know. I don't know what the... Why? Why that was? My parents had a great relationship. They never got well, divorced. Married. They were never married. No, but they were still like married. It was just to my dad. It was just paperwork. You know, you right. didn't want to get. So into you the- grew up saying the marriage was a paperwork. So it never mm-hmm. made it to your mind that you were going to do it because to your father it was a paperwork. Yeah. Which I'm trying to get to is your influence growing up. It was that. Yeah. It was that marriage did not? It was not of importance in your family. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. Yeah. And anyways, like I was saying. My dad used to always joke about relationships and, you know, like my dad's whole model to me, he would sit there and say, here, you got to remember the three F's. He goes, you could have added a fourth F, but there's three F's. There's Find F- him. <laughs> got it? 
Find them, feed them. Dat was vorige. Find them, feed them, fuck them, forget them. That was his thing. He was just like, you know what? There's no, there's no reason to get into a relationship unless you plan on having kids and growing a life together. But from now till, you know, your 20s or 30s, what's the point? Just go out and have fun and do your thing. So I never took that as a model because I don't think I've ever fed many of them. I just always went to, <laughs> I've always went to a nightclub and then home. I can attest to that. <laughs> I fed him. <laughs> it was find him, fuck him. That's it. <laughs> and forget him. But So he listened to only half of what his father said to him growing up. Mm. Just pretty much what he does now. He listens to only quarter the way I said to him now. But yeah. You say so much. Because <laughs> you can only take in so much. Exactly. So say less. Anyways. So that was... That was my whole thing growing up was I never thought I was going to be in a relationship. Never, I, I never looked for it. So I don't know if that's why it just came to me because I never looked for it. I just met somebody, flirted. What else are we going to do? Let's go. And that was it. So Roger is told that four Fs, I'm not going to repeat them. I was told the exact opposite. No Fs whatsoever. <laughs> you find yourself an and F. you live... You, you live until that person comes to you and you make a life out of it. So what I learned, when which is totally the opposite of him, we came together. He's got this idea of only fun and all. I came the idea of MMMMM, marriage, make it work. Make sure it's like, like your life is happy. Your life make is dolma. Make, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So we came together and guess what? We created this, what we have today. He married me despite of what he was brought up with. I married him despite what I was, I was brought up with. I was brought up to only hang out with my own people, my own culture, my own upbringings. And he was brought up to only F, 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 F. See, like, do you see where I'm coming from? Just because you were brought up in a certain environment, you guys, you don't understand. Like, I lived in a refugee camp. You know what that taught me? It taught me that there's nothing my mind cannot achieve. If I am so mentally strong to carry my parents physically to another country, walking through mud, through water, through rivers and mountains, and almost dying multiple times and surviving as a 15, 14, 15 year old, nothing will stop me. That's all. In your mind, it's about the mindset. If I knew I could go through that, I can go through anything. So that's the mindset I grew up with. I can achieve whatever I want. And what I wanted was to have a happy home, to have a man who loves me and cherishes me, to have children that are amazing, kind human beings. I wanted the same thing, to have a happy home. Is that what you said? Not a home. Oh. A home. Oh, shit. Sorry. Right. Well, you're not happy? <laughs> <laughs> but either way, what we're trying to say is, you know, like well, I read a, a post that somebody had put up about them getting separated and blah, blah, blah. And I took from it the way they, the way they were talking was, you know, I, I want somebody with less baggage, less a, a, a different upbringing and all that kind of stuff. And I thought to myself, you know what, if you're in your 40s, you're not going to find anybody with no baggage. You're not going to find somebody that has a normal upbringing because I don't know if there's anybody that really has a normal upbringing. So... Well, it's, it's, it's like what you make of it. It's what, what you make of that upbringing that, you're, that you had. If you're going to sit there and, and, you know, like some people in your family, they're, they're stuck in their ways, in their old ways, and they don't want to change that. And you 
change that. You said, okay, well, I'm not in Iraq anymore. I'm not, you know, that type of person anymore. So I want- Not my upbringing, not my past. I want my life to go the way I want, no matter what, where where or what I came from. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I said, I'm going to learn the language. I am going to work my way to the success that is- that that I've manifested, that I've envisioned my whole life. I am going to do everything I want, and I never stopped. I never stopped. I never stopped. To this day, I'm not stopping because I live and create everything from my mind, from my thoughts. Everything that I have is because I thought of it and I wanted it, so I created it. So if you sit there and bring in your past into your reality now, that's what you're going to have. You're going to have your past. It's just the way the universe works. It's science. It's ancient wisdom. It's reality. Well, I think that's a really big, big thing. It, no matter what age you are, if you're just starting out or if you've already went through shit and now you're in a, in a second, third, or fourth relationship, envision what you want. Envision what you want out of somebody. Don't try and change that person to be that. Just try and and and, and just make it all flow into that. You know what I mean? Like you didn't change me to be the guy I am now. I didn't change you to be the woman you are now. I mean, we might have had some influences, but I, I think it was just a a mutual kind of goal. Here's where we want to be. And this is the way we have to do it. I had to find my path. You had to find yours. And then, you know, obviously there's going to be some influences because we're with each other all the time, but it's, it's one of those things you just got to make with what you have and not, don't look, don't look back. Like, don't sit there and bring all that shit forward. You know what well, I mean? You have to have the same values and goals. If you're in a relationship and you're struggling, you have to look at it and see why are you struggling with it. Are your values and goals aligned? If not, why not? Let's sit down and have a conversation about this. Because every season of your relationship changes. We met at a very young age, Roger and I, and we've been together for a long time. We have changed those values and then those goals Per season that we were in. So for example, for every four or five years or even 10 years, we'll be like, okay, I've accomplished all my goals that I had for myself for the past five, 10 years. Now I have different goals. Mm-hmm. Hey babe, let's go on a date night. Let me share with you what my goals are, what my, my what I think I want to be in the five, 10 years from now. Are you agreeing to these goals? Are you with me? Are you supporting my vision? Then in, if he is, great. Okay, let's work on it. If he's not, then why is he not? If there's anything there that is not um, helpful to your uh, growth, or your discovery, then let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's make it work. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all about this. It's all about having the mindset to communicate all mm-hmm. these things to, to each other. But ladies, if you're going to sit there and tell the guys, oh, we got to go talk about our futures and all that stuff. Try and word it a little different. Try and make it a little bit less, I don't know, boring or yappity yap or whatever. Well, yeah, kind of- that, that, I'm hoping at that point in your relationship, you know your, your love language, both of you guys, and you know what it needs to be said and done in order for, for you guys to make it work, both of you guys. Mm-hmm. Like we're at the stage of our, our relationship now that we've been together for so long. I know exactly what his love language is. I know what ticks him off. I know what, what he likes, what he doesn't like, how I can speak to him, how I can treat him and vice versa. It doesn't mean we don't have our ups and downs and our arguments. We do. Mm-hmm. But it has subsided tremendously over the years because we've learned who we are mm-hmm. in our own relationship. But I was saying, just you know, bring up the topic and say something like, I have ideas 
that I want to run by you. I want to talk to you about a few things that I want the future to be like. You know what I mean? Like, because it's it's true. Like, some people like, oh, let's talk about our relationship. And be like, oh, fuck. That's the last thing I want to do. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to. What's wrong with it? What's wrong with our relationship? Yeah, I get it. 100%. Maybe I didn't, uh, um, what's that word? Um, Clarify it as much as I want. But there's there's another word for it. It's not coming to me. Articulate. But that's okay. Thank you. Maybe I was not articulating the way I wanted. However, thank God you got it. You See go. what I mean? Been See. doing that for so long. He gets what I say. Mm. All mm. shit. Yeah. Love it. Not all of it, but the first maybe two or three he words. Gets all of the shit. He just chooses to ignore what he doesn't want. No, to no. I, I hear like the first two or three words, and maybe the last two or three words. Everything else in between is just blah 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 blah. blah. So it's just like you know, you're you're going by on a highway, and cars are flying by you left and right. You'll see one or two cars, but you won't see them all. Yeah, but you should know. Every car that's coming out of my mouth because I've been with you for a long time. The only thing I worry about coming out of your mouth is me. So anyways. Fuck, I just <laughs> walked right into that. God damn it. Hopefully with your mouth open. <laughs> she doesn't want me to make her laugh because. Uh... <laughs> I got you guys. Okay, guys, there's no children listening to this to this podcast. It's explicit. It's on there. Please don't let your children listen to it. Never mind. These puns, these puns, the same kind of thing that uh, we, we watched, what, what was it? Happy Feet a little while ago. And the there's- movie Happy Feet? Yeah. Okay. There's all kinds of sexual innuendos in that thing. And I don't think kids get it, but the parents do. Same thing with Shrek- all these things. So like if people are sitting there on, like, watching on YouTube and saying, oh, there's kids watching. Okay, well, well, go watch Shrek with your kids and really listen to the jokes that they're saying in there. I'm like- Those are terrible. Yes. They're terrible jokes. I, I, what was it? The, the penguins went happy feet. They were slipping and sliding. The mom and the boyfriend and girlfriend, they were, and it was all sex positions, like 10 sex positions they kept on falling into. I'm like, easy. <laughs> are you trying to see which ones there are? What sex positions? <laughs> well, there's different ones for penguins. <laughs> You suck. I think they do that too, but it's called beak. Going back to the upbringing and bringing that past into your future, you really have to think about that Mm -hmm. because it's not serving you clearly. So change it and move on and find a way to get rid of that. But to me, it's who cares what your past is. Whatever your fucking past is, is is your past. It may, might have made you the the strength that you are, and the you know the 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 your your mindset and attitude. Actually, I shouldn't have said mindset, but attitude and just the way you talk. But that's all it should be. What you do in the future, it doesn't matter if you come from the ghetto, or if you come from uh, a refugee camp, or you've been born with a silver spoon in your mouth. It's just everybody takes those things. And makes it all about what their life is now. I say what make what your life is now, what what's important and make those things the past. Those happened. Let's make other shit happen. That's right. Yeah. I don't yes. know. I don't feel believe I mean I, I I see myself throwing stuff in about my past and all that stuff. And I feel that people need to understand that because of the way I talk or whatever, but it's not true. I just I just do it because it makes me feel more comfortable. I don't know. Same. I mean, I talk about my past or my, my upbringing to inspire others to realize that no matter where you come from, no but let's matter say, who you were in the past, that doesn't mean you are today. Yeah. But that's inspiring. That's inspiring. I'm talking about, you know, if you sit there and say, oh, 
You, you mess up on a word and say, oh, sorry, uh, you know, English is my seventh language or something. Yeah, it, it's funny to say, but you're bringing your past up to, to, to make an excuse for now, just for yourself to, make, to right. feel better. Right, I agree. A hundred percent, I agree with that. And, and, and I say- it And that's what I, what I do when I, when I talk a little bit vulgar. I'll sit there, I'm like, oh, sorry. You know, you know. Well, that's, that's the limited belief that you tell yourself. That's what things yeah. hold you back because you're bringing that. Guys, your thoughts become your reality. Watch what you think. And watch what you associate your mind with. Because honestly, your past doesn't serve you anymore. Fucking move on. Yeah. Go. Let not, it go. Not all your thoughts, because not everybody's walking around naked. So it just it doesn't always always come true, but some of them might. If you're my husband, you are. You're always walking around naked. Are you guys walking around naked? <laughs> I wish I could th- see through the YouTube channel. What you guys are doing. I, half of you are probably sitting on the I hope I hope you got value from this. Yep. Good. I hope you... Understand that your past is not going to affect you in the future if you don't let it. There you go. So we had a couple of questions you wanted to uh, discuss, didn't you? Well, yeah. Today's question comes from our audience. <laughs> and the question is, why are you laughing at me? Just read it. Today's question comes from <laughs> door number 14. Where is this supposed to come from? I don't know. Somebody's <laughs> mouth. No, but that's that's what it was. We We... we when we said we're going to talk about today, we, we thought of a few questions that we had um, just from our day-to-day activities. People know that we're in this kind of realm. So they always come up with questions. They always come up with, oh, I'm dealing with this. And there's a couple of them that stood out to us. And uh, obviously, I, I, mean, I was on a TikTok live and I had asked myself, what is it that you see now that we're on YouTube? What is it that you see that we should implement? Or, they said... Answer our questions. I was like, oh, that's great. We can answer your question at the end of the segment. So what we're doing as we go from now on, every episode that we do, we're going to answer one or two of your questions mm-hmm. at the end of our segment. So email them to us or send a DM through our socials or Instagram or TikTok. Reach out. They're all in there. They're all in there. Everything is in our show, uh, show notes. Yeah. Um, and we'll answer them for you guys. And if you want it to be anonymous, no problem. We're not using your name. If not... Then we are going to say, this question came yeah. from John from, you know, Oakland or something. Just to, to, to reference that question for that yeah. person. But today's question but is anonymous. There was another thing that they said, noticing us on YouTube, as they said that we, we talk, or they said that Nina talks a little bit too much with her hands. I do as well. You, so you guys tell us, is that, I, I think that's just a normal way of talking. And if not, we're just going to be kind of like stagnant and steady. And My name is Nina yeah. and I don't move my arms. But she jiggles her boobs for whatever <laughs> reason. So she couldn't, she couldn't sit still for a second. She had to jiggle something. But anyways, I want you guys to tell me, is that something that bothers you when you see, not that we're going to change it because that's the way we talk, but I'm just curious. Is that something that is just uh, a one person thing or is that an everybody thing? So let us know. Let us know in the in the YouTube or, or Instagram or anywhere else that you want to reach out to us. Keep in mind, I'm a Mediterranean and I talk with my hands. And her boobs, apparently. Do it. There you go. All right. So the anonymous question of the day is, are dating apps ruining love for today's society? Are you... Hmm. What do you think about the dating apps? What are your... Feelings and emotions when you hear the word dating apps. To me, I think it's, like I said, we do real estate. So we have a toolbox when we want to sell something. We open that toolbox, there's a whole bunch of stuff in there. There's a for sale sign, there's open houses, there's cold calling, there's this, there's that. But one of the big things is MLS or websites. 
Well, you're going to get a hell of a lot more people when you're online. There's going to be a hell of a lot more people coming to your page or coming to that listing or, you know, if you're on a dating app, basically DMing you, I guess that's what they call it nowadays. So direct messaging. Yeah, they know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a DMing you too. Private messaging you. That's when they go into the back. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. So anyways, I think it's, it's, it is a good tool to meet people, but don't, because it's so effective, just like, you know, when I list a property, I don't just put it on MLS. I do a lot of other things. The reason why is because it, yeah, it's a great tool, but don't just depend on it. Don't just depend on that one tool because if you do, then you're, all you're going to get is a bunch of tools. All right. <laughs> boom, boom. Yeah. That was your answer to the dating apps? No, that was just one. Okay. Are they a good idea? Okay. So for me, I don't know because I have never had to use dating apps. I dated this man in person. I honestly don't believe that they have. She swiped right in the club. <laughs> I think they're, I think they're, they're, they're a problem, yes. I believe they're a problem from what I'm seeing from my colleagues, my friends, the people around me that are single and on dating apps. I think it's a problem. Why? Let me tell you why. Because with this world of fakeness, of filters, of everything, it's just you cannot tell the personality or person's intentions from these apps. Mm -hmm. You have to have the initial physical interaction with that person in order to feel their energy, to feel their vibration, yeah. to feel, yes, you get to feel a little bit of vibe going through the little tiny screens that you see them on, but it's nothing comparing to the when you see them in person and talk to them and have that energy reciprocated. Yep. There's nothing better than that. Mm. So yes, dating apps might work for some, but the majority, I think, it doesn't work because of that reason. Yeah. We're human beings. Well, I got, two things. I got two things on that. One of them, I do think they can work because... I, I, you know, I've never been on a dating app. I don't know how it is, but I know a lot of them is, you know, swipe right. And by that, by the end of the night, you have a date. But in some cases, like my cousin actually met her husband on a dating app, but he lived in England. She lived in Canada. So they talked for months before they even met months and months and months. So basically you got to know who the person was before you got to see them. So let's say they use a couple filters. Let's say they don't look exactly like what they do in their profile. You got to like them. So you got to Actually, kind of can I hold you for a second? Your, your cousin was a while back. There was no filters back then. Okay? Well, whatever, but yeah. It was real real video conferences, so they yeah. felt like But still, they choose the best picture. They're not right, going right. to choose the worst picture. They're right. not going to choose a normal picture. They're going to say, oh, this, this one looks good, even though I'm holding a fishing rod and there's three girls behind me. I don't know. But <laughs> e either way, I... I you know, it, it, like that song says, it, hap it goes down in the DMs. It goes down in the DMs. I don't know what the, the, the whole song is, but it, that's what it is. You, go, you, you start to meet people and talk to people and get to know them in the conversation that you have through text. So those kind of apps would probably be pretty good. You know, just have a little conversation, create a rapport before you actually meet. But the other one, the, the, the bad party is the other way where, you know, you swipe right and you meet that person like that evening or an hour or so later, those kind of things. I mean, you're just, you got to think about it this way. I'm thinking about it as a guy. I don't know how the girls are, but I'm thinking about it as a guy. So you're trying, you're going basically after a drug addict, somebody who's sitting there swiping, right, getting all kinds of 
text messages and, 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 and talking to a whole bunch of girls and they're getting those dopamines and they're all like, they're hyped up. They don't want to lose that. So basically you, as a woman, most women that are going on this date, they're going there to say, okay, I want a long-term relationship. I want this person to be the one. So you're basically trying to get a drug addict to completely stop doing the drugs that he likes. The dopamines of being uh, all this attention from girls and being able to just swipe and have like 15 girls in their DM so easily because of these apps, because there's so many of them. Right. So it's one of those things where it's just, there's no, ding, I got an idea. (laughs) There's no, um, you know, goal, end goal for this person other than the sex or right. the, the the flirting and all that other stuff. Back to my point of why these apps don't work. There's so much to choose from. Mm-hmm. You are you have given so many flavors. You're so fucking confused as to what flavor to choose. If you're out there in person and you see someone out there and you like, you're gonna like them for that person, not for all these flavors. Do you make sense? Mm-hmm. Like that's why I think dating apps are shit because. You are confused. The, the dating app is confusing the hell out of you. Yeah. Doesn't even tell you. It's, you it is giving you, you way too much options. It you don't is know what you want anymore. I hate going to a like, restaurant with so much on the menu. Right. Right. So much on the menu you can't choose. But if there's like four things, I mean, take it. I'll take this one. I'll take that one. So it's yeah. You're right. It just gives you way too many options and way too many outs. As I was saying, yeah. yes, it gives you a lot of options. Confuse the hell out of you. So. That is my opinion on apps. If it works for you, great. If it doesn't, you know why. There's way too much to I would say. From. I would say don't kick it out. Yeah. Use it as a tool. Don't, don't specifically just go to apps, 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 apps. You know, go out and mingle. Talk to people. And, you know, don't be afraid of a blind date every once in a while. I mean, it's, be, it's the same thing as, a, as, a, as an app, except the difference is on an app, you think you know what the person looks like. But when you meet them in person, they don't look like that. So, right. you know, you just go on, on a blind date or whatever it is, just find different ways to go about it. So to answer that question to our listeners, from my perspective as a woman who has been married for 26 years, I would say that dating apps today is definitely ruining the love for the society because of all these different choices. Mm-hmm. So yes, my opinion is that Roger's opinion might be different. Real, real quick though, I heard a, I heard a, uh, a com- I had a conversation with somebody today, talking about this dating app stuff, and I didn't know that there's one out there mm-hmm. that the guys can't message the girls; only the girls can message the guys, and the guys can only message back when the girls do it. I don't know which one it is, but I thought, oh, that's pretty that's, cool. No, it I keeps think that's very sexist. No, the reason why is because there's so many more guys, bang, 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 hitting on girls. I mean. Seriously, you walk into a place without me, you're going to get hit on 20 times. As a guy, maybe once, maybe twice, maybe not at all. So it happens way more often maybe. to girls so that when you, know, when you open up a, 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 an app, you're going to have like 50 people already swiped right for you as opposed to the girl just going in there. And the guys can still go swipe around and, and, and click that they're interested. So when she swipes, they, 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 I think it tells them already that they've been interested or something. I have no idea, but... Either way, I thought it was pretty cool. The girl gets to choose. And I don't know that. She gets to make the first That's move. That's how much I know about apps. There you go. But from what I've known, from what I hear, people talk about their, their experiences with the apps. Mm-hmm. I think there's more of the uh, downside to it than upside. There you go. Okay. There you go. I the hope that answers your question. So my question is, would you have swiped right? 
Would you have swiped right on the on the ladies only app if you saw my picture? And my profile, you know, 5'11, 182 ish pounds. Are you just telling yourself 50 years that? old? Would you swipe right? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> DM me. Don't tell her. Don't tell her. Are you on no, these would you? apps? I would like to know. I'm going to search you all. Do it. Everything. Do it. Um, well, I did walk up to you at the club and picked you up in real life. So if that means I would swipe up right to you, I would probably have. There you go. I would have probably poked you, double clicked. <laughs> I don't know. Front and back? <laughs> Top and bottom. Anyhow. <laughs> you know, right. if you guys have questions, send them to us. We'll be happy, happy, happy to to discuss them. Plus we need topics. Bring us some topics. Tell us what you want to hear about, what what's what you're struggling with in your relationship or in the relationship that you want to have. Um, yeah, just help us. And if you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, what are you waiting for? Let's go subscribe. Tell us what else you'd like us to, to see and hear from us and we'll be sure to deliver. There you go. There you go. From there. On that note, we wish you what we have. Yeah, baby. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star rating on whichever platform you're tuning in from. It means the world to us to have your support on our show in this little mini way. <laughs> you can also stalk us on Instagram at Head Over Heels Show for more juicy stuff. If you have any questions, send them via email at us at hohshow.com or DM us on socials. Thank you for having us between your ears. And as always, we, we wish, wish you what, you we, what have. we have.